Welcome everyone to another Monday Slab Stocks YouTube live stream. My name is Aaron, your host, joined by Nathan again today. Oh, I always call you Nathan. What the heck? <laughs> so uh, interesting. That is my name, though, so it makes sense. It is your name, but I haven't called it in forever. <laughs> it, that still is your contact to my phone, though. And I, I type in Nate all the time, and it never pops up. Some some random teammate I used to have back in high school for basketball. I always wonder what if I accidentally texted him something like, dude, do you get the post up today? <laughs> or okay. something like that. I'd be like, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> all right uh interesting start but welcome everyone to to today's show once again we are talking about sports cards and market and the ever-growing industry uh we are looking at low population cards today and the craziness that comes with the discrepancies between psa nines and tens there are quite a few examples we have for today but first before we get into that we are going to be talking about a few different things um that we'll share at the start of this live stream uh tech what's up Global, good day, mate, and Midwest. Hello, guys. How are we doing, everyone? Tech. I am now the proud owner. You better show those right now. Of five total arsenal cards. Oh, get those <laughs> things closer to the camera. Get those closer. What do we got there? What do we got oh. there? Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Shout out to Gabriel. Tech. Gabriel. Oh. Got our boy, Bakayo Saka. Nice. Then we got... Ansley Maitland Niles. Yeah, I'm trying to get it on camera in like a visible way. Pierre Emmerich. Not even going to try the last name. And Grant. Not going to try that name either. <laughs> One of those things where uh, soccer guys are, uh, they've got the craziest names. But I will say, <clears throat> I am now. The proud owner of these five cards. And since I've been the proud owner of Arsenal cards, all they've done is lose four to nothing against Liverpool. So <laughs> I think I think you may have cursed us by adding sending this Henry Ruggs with these other cards. What are we doing with the rugs? Oh, we were gonna rip it. We're cut yeah, it. Tech says to rip it. Are you gonna rip it right now to reverse the curse? You know what this card is made of? I don't know if it would rip. rip. Is there any uh, is there any attempts? Oh, there Nate goes, trying to rip a prism silver black of Henry Ruggs. <laughs> no cigar. There's a lot of there's a lot of creasing. Oh I can rip it. I can rip yeah. it that, that there way. There we go. Ooh. Rip the face off or the back off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But the face it's, is going to give me a lot more problems. That's fine. There we go. <laughs> we get the point. <laughs> oh, now he's sawing it in half. Ah, there we go. Now it's in there half. Okay. <laughs> Reverse the curse. We'll see if Arsenal wins this next, uh, upcoming weekend. Uh, but it is time to jump into today's stream. Uh, Leland says, almost spent $800 on a PSA 90304 Tops Chrome Pack and PWCC. Recent sales were over $1,000. That is a good buy, and I love sealed packs in uh, PSA grade cases. All right, but let's get on with the rest of today's show. First up, we're not going to take too much time because we have talked about this in a few different ways um, throughout different Slab Stocks content. But Cur uh, Corbin Burns, this is the first Monday live stream since he won the Cy Young. Nate, what do you think about these two sales? 450 for the Purple Sapphire Rookie Logo number out of 10 and 250 for the BGS 10 Base 2016 Bowman Chrome First Pristine. Pop one. Give me the out of ten all day, dude. I would find I would find two hundred dollars any way I could. 
to get the purple. Yeah. All day, every day, twice on Sunday. Um, though, though, you could have had this your card yourself. If, if, if you listened to your baseball guy at the beginning of this past season for much under $450. That is true. That is very true. Uh, Nate, is your mic on your Yeti? Is it on the Yeti setting? I was just curious. I mean, I can hear you fine. You can look while I move on to the next slide. But yeah, Corbin Burns, Cy Young winner for the uh, NL is so big. First time a Cy Young winner has come to Milwaukee or has been in Milwaukee in uh, our lifetime, which is awesome. Update wasn't. Yeah, I I was going to say it sounded a little tinny. Um, yeah, I made a mistake and forgot to delete out what's at the top right corner. That's actually in the next slide. But we'll 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 go with the uh, Sapphire debate here of Otani and Acuna. Uh, first off, I can't believe how different these two cards look. It's from the same set. I know the Acuna looks great. Yeah, and the, the Otani, Otani looks, looks like, a like it could just be a blue. Yeah, I know. Uh, but anyone in the chat watching, or if you're a baseball fan, or if you're not a baseball fan. The Acuna sells for $5,300 most recently, and the Otani went for $4,000 after he won the MVP on the eBay Buy It Now best offer. Do you think it's warranted that the Acuna sells for $1,300 more? There are arguments that the pose, as it is the bat down short print pose in the sapphire form, um, really adds to the Acuna's luster, and it sells for more because of that. But Otani is actually, surprising, a lower pop card than the Acuna. Um, you kind of expect with a $1,300 difference like that, that the Acuna would be like much more rare. And that card used to sell for nine grand pre- prior to the season. So that was way worth way more than Otani still worth more than Otani. Nate, what's your take here? Um, I think it's a little absurd if you're basing the, just because of the pose. Uh, if we think about it, Otani has a few more cards considering he has an entire tops, Series 2 set, right? And then Tops Update, whereas Acuna only has the Top Series 2 uh, short print, which is this pose, and then the Tops Update. Um, they both have like the same exact amount of Tops Chrome, the Tops Heritage, yada, yada, yada. Um, it, it it sort of blows my mind. It technically, sort of blows my mind. technically, Otani has more Heritage. Just this. Oh, the- yeah, he has Heritage regular and high number, doesn't he? You know, I sold the action short print PSA 9 we got. From the October auction, really got like two seventy five for it. Nice. Yeah, um. So okay, then if he has both more flagship cards and more heritage cards, that means this is at least a little bit, uh, you know, there's just a little bit fewer uh, Acuna's out there. So yeah, I could see a premium Acuna like this carrying a better value just because of the lack of foils, golds, that type of stuff from tops. Yeah. Series two. I mean, any other type of card, Otani's leading, right? Like Bowman Chrome Auto, PSA 10. Otani's for sure worth more, right? I'm assuming. Uh, there's I no don't... way. There's no way that Acuna is worth like seven grand plus. Well, I don't know. Like foils. I don't think he'd lead in foils. Sure. Top flagship foils. Top flagship golds because he has two. I suppose once you have two of everything, Series 2 and then update. And so that's what I'm trying to get at. Regardless of Bowman, he has so many tops rookies. Maybe it makes sense that a premium like this carries more money because there's just less. Not, not to mention, like when you look at the tops Chrome Acuna versus the tops Chrome Update versus the tops Update, they're all different. Different poses, hard to figure out which one's better. This one's very clear. Hey, that one's the best. Yeah. It still isn't really clear if the Otani photo is the best, you know? Or that specific type of card. The tiny photos are 
yeah, I mean, I like the Bowman Chrome a little bit more, but uh, yeah, I mean, I actually like the update stuff or the update picture of him the best when he's pitching and it looks just looks normal because this one I think is airbrushed from Japan, so it just looks like that he isn't really in angel stuff, even though it's yeah. pictured like that. Um, and yeah, JR says Acuna card better, just an iconic bat down image. Uh, next up, we have got Flawless is introducing the triple logo man. Surprisingly, this is for 2020. This card is not live yet. It has not been pulled. This is a photo that Panini put out that I got from Cherry's Collectibles in Australia. Shout out to them. Um, surprisingly, this is the first triple logo man that Panini has ever released. I'm like 99% sure about that. I don't know how. I mean, does that seem weird? Panini's been making basketball you'd cards. Think you'd have a Kobe, LeBron, and Jordan triple logo man somewhere. Well, you but not Panini, I guess, because you, you couldn't can't have do Jordan, Jordan. But they they yeah. do because that's that's Shine's exquisite card, the 2004 one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so just they, Panini. So here's my point: Panini is making a triple logo man card of Anthony Edwards, Lamelo, and Tyrese Halliburton. There's nothing that says that they don't make one of LeBron, Zion, and whoever else they want, Kevin Durant. Uh did they scramble to make these cards for flawless once they saw how much buzz the MJ Kobe and LeBron triple logo man sold for not sold for, sorry, not sold for once a great as a PSA 10 and you know, we sh- shine shared it. We shared it, everyone else shared it. Uh, it makes me wonder because I feel like Panini's thing is to look at what upper deck succeeded in and just copy it. Yeah. Uh, Richard says you can barely see their heads. And I kind of like in my mind, I was like, oh, this must just be like half a card, like without really thinking it or saying yeah. it out loud. I was like that, you know, and now that he brings it up, I'm like, oh, yeah, that looks absolutely absurd. Lamelo's just head. Dude, tiny. I, I thought the same thing. I thought it looked so dumb. I was like, this looks like the headless horseman, except reverse. <laughs> Where it's just their heads on the picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I'll add on top of that, if this thing doesn't say like game or player worn, game worn obviously would be huge for this card, which I don't think it's going to be. Player worn would be even better. I mean, it would just be worse, but not as bad as if it were to like National Treasures, where it's like this isn't from any specific event, player, or game, where it's literally like a Dick Sporting Goods jersey. <laughs> um but yeah that that's what we're looking at i just want to share this it, it, people got excited about it on instagram some people were saying what um who said that about the heads uh richard that that all you see is their heads who wants that card who wants it if it's not game used so we'll see what happens but just want to point out that uh panini is introducing us for the first time ever and then we had our first sgc market report last week and we looked at the sgc 10 gold label russell wilson versus the sgc 10 gem mint uh, the gold label is pristine, so that would be like BGS 10 compared to BGS 9.5. Um, they technically don't have like a black label or anything where it's like a step above the SGC 10 pristine. Uh, the pristine 10 gold is the um, is the the top grade, but that's over 450 versus the SGC 10 gem mint, which so for 115 you could get four copies of the SGC 10 gem mint versus the pristine 10 gold label. The pristine tango label is a pop one and it sold like the day I posted this, which was last Tuesday. Um, Nate, I don't know about you. Normally I'm like, give me that quantity, but if that's the only gold label out there, I have 300 some graded. I'll I'll take one of those versus four of the other ones. Yeah, I think so too. Um, hey, question for you. Is there sure, like sir. a is there like a rule that only one Wisconsin player can play well at a time in the NFL? Uh no. So JT 
obviously really good this week. Uh, save it for later. I have something coming up about JT. Oh, but but Russ terrible. TJ Watt out. JJ Watt out. TJ Watt's hurt. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Russell Russell and the Seahawks lost to a Colt McCoy led Cardinal. <laughs> I know. Let's go Colt McCoy. I used to love that guy. Still do. Um, Brooks says, "What's up from British uh, Columbia, Canada, boys?" Appreciate you guys and your content. Come to a Canadian show one day and see some fire hockey. Uh, Brooke, that's definitely in the plans. We're going to be getting to a lot more shows in 2022. Hopefully make it to Canada. Um, would be very cool. Love myself some hockey cards for sure. And uh, thanks for thanks for supporting. I appreciate that. Sorry, Nate. Yeah. Uh, Cora, you have to go with PSA. Yeah. If you think you've got a pristine tops uh, Mike Trout rookie, unless, unless it's like some random – tops fire <laughs> some whatever whatever crappy product they might have had back then uh you would have to go with psa i mean the odds you hit a bgs 10 is super slim and then on top of that probably is going to sell for that much more than like a psa 10 just i'd say take the certain psa 10 and cash what three grand eight right now i i do not have the prices on i've i've been a little bit uh i think it's right around there off on trout prices since he got injured so i don't know Rob says, what's up, guys? I miss seeing you all at Chicago. We were there just Friday, just Friday in Chicago. I think we did miss a couple people. I missed EA, uh, Eric Scully. But, uh, yeah, it was fun. I'll talk more about – oh, I guess here it is. I was going to say we went to Chicago show on Friday. Uh, the video is live now on our YouTube page, the, the vlog from Chicago. Very, very fun time. Uh, it was good to see everyone. I will say that the show was not exactly what I was expecting. It kind of felt like – where you take the national and all of the older vintage and all the memorabilia that's there at the national. And they just put it like it literally came to this show too. I was expecting it to be much more card focused. I would say is like 60% cards or 70% cards, maybe 30, 40% memorabilia. And then of the 70% cards is probably like 25% vintage or more, maybe 40% oh, vintage. Was, I think it was way more than that. You think like 50, 50 even? I think it was like 50, 50 at least. Yeah. So, was like so it, much vintage. it was definitely interesting. Um, it was fun. Got some cool buys. Definitely go watch to see what deals we got. I want to point out it was really fun going with Nate again. And then also my dad who does all our uh, video recording at shows. And then Oscar, who is very much part of the slab socks family at this point. Um, just going to these shows is an absolute blast. It's something I've done since I was 10 years old and I will keep doing it. And, and I just absolutely love it. It's, it's a super fun time. And we are going to, uh, Tampa in December. So definitely look out for a video on Tampa card show with Jamil, his collectors con, Super excited for that. Nate, you walk us through this one since this is this is you that pointed this out to me. And to say why you pointed it out to me. Well, I pointed this out to Aaron the other day because I do not remember the curse of a curse of a poor memory. I was talking to somebody at the national trying to explain to them that they had really nice cards in their uh badges back back a number of years ago. And they at just the na- think- at the national for people at the national. Board. And they just didn't believe me. I don't remember who I was talking to, but they just they couldn't believe that there would be Patrick Mahomes because I think I saw a Patrick Mahomes zebra in one of them. And uh, they just didn't believe it at all. And then, uh, lo and behold, like three months later, Patrick Mahomes tie-dye field level comes up on a badge on eBay, selling for $15,000. And I pointed out to Aaron because uh, I remembered that story. And I was like, I knew. I didn't. I, you couldn't prove it. Because it's hard to prove, but finally, I have proof <laughs> that they did, in fact, stick really nice cards into these badges and laminate them, which means you pretty much got to keep them in that 
in that badge forever. Which yeah, so funny thinking. funny thing is is that so this one is actually stamped the national VIP 2018 one of one. Um, but it has the rookie logo, it is a select tie-dye. Who knows if it's numbered out 25 in the back since you can't see. I post on Instagram, like, oh, do you cut this out and grade it or keep it in there? And someone was like, Well, I tried to cut one out years back and ended up ripping the entire back off the card. So they're like, do not cut this out if you bought this. <laughs> so don't cut it out if you have any VIP badges. And Could you imagine two, somebody spending $15,000 to try to cut this out? That'd be ridiculous. No. Cool. <laughs> but number two would be, if you were to own this badge, if you did buy it for fifteen grand, if you're in this chat, let us know if you would take it and send it to like a PSA and get the badge slabbed. I, I can't believe it's sold for fifteen grand. I mean, I could see like a few thousand, but that's not like, you know, it's got the 2018 national stamp on it. I don't know. It's just a crazy thing. If you... Th- let us know if you think this is a cool collector's piece for 15 grand or if it's just ridiculous and you'd rather go buy like a, a Brady, like two or three Brady Chrome P- BG or PSA nines from Bowman Chrome or something like that. Cause this is wild. I mean, it's really crazy. This, this we don't see a sell every day or anything like this actually. No. Next up, this was uh quite the heated debate on Instagram premier auction end on Saturday night from PWCC in the 2008 tops Chrome gold out of 50 Kobe Bryant PSA 10. The first time we've seen one of these surface on auction. Gosh, in probably a long, long time. I, I saw one at the Vegas show. So for $312,000, the exact same price was tagged for an MJ86 Fleer PSA 10, where there's 312 PSA 10s. There's only six PSA 10s of the Kobe Gold from 2008. There's 312. Wait, that's the exact same amount that sold for. It might be 321. It's 312 or 321 PSA 10s of MJ. Voting was about 70% to 30% on Instagram for people taking the MJ over the Kobe Gold. Someone was trying to tell me that you can't debate this, that there's, there shouldn't even be a question. And I said, well, if they sold for the exact same amount. Clearly, you can debate it. <laughs> clearly, you can debate it. People who are spending money found it worth debating by spending the same exact amount of money people, on the gold. People, people with $312,000 to spend on one card, which is not us and probably not anybody in the chat. But may, who knows? Uh, can debate this. And uh, the guy that says you can't debate it, well. And I will say... It's valid to say that, like, oh, how is this a question? You know, like, oh, MJ, you know, rookie PSA 10. But it, just to say it's a that it, what? Rookie. <laughs> People debate that, that too. <laughs> I know. Exactly. Debate 80, 84 star, 85 Nike, 86 Fleer. Uh, we got a lot of people in the chat saying Jordan Fleer 86. I did see something weird about this today at Compton Football Club, the shoebox Kobe. Someone found this in their shoebox or something. I didn't read the article, but that's wild. I imagine opening up your shoebox, having a card you probably bought for like five hundred dollars, pulling it out and selling it for three hundred twelve k. That is ridiculous. Can handle that. Um, Bazooka Tom says, "Do you guys have any idea what's going on with the Mac Jones PSA ten sales four thousand dollars yesterday?" I'd venture to guess that that was just shilled out of the world. I mean, I saw that they were selling like for a thousand dollars downwards base PSA tens, which seems ridiculous as is, like absolutely ridiculous. Do not spend your money on that at all. Please don't take a thousand dollars and buy that. $4,000 can't be real. I mean, maybe it was for some reason. Some people had no idea what they're doing bidding on it and paying for it. But, for, man, that just is not right. And the $1,000 definitely isn't right for a downer's base PSA 10. $100 isn't right. No. Uh, save your money. Buy a trillion other different cards that I could I could literally go through eBay and I'd buy many different cards for $1,000. Um, I mean, that, that Richard, that Jordan card was all the way up to like eight hundred grand at one point. 
and now it's back down to three hundred twelve thousand. So, so yeah, it did hit like at the all time high. It hit like seven hundred seventy thousand or something, and then just out of the woodwork, so many of them started to go up for auction and go up for sale. Um, when that happens, prices just plummet. I mean, you when you take one buyer off the market, one buyer off the market, another buyer off the market, every single time that one sells for like seven hundred k, six hundred k, five hundred k, four hundred k, you know, just another one coming up and up and up. Eventually, it does go down to like 280 then, and then it rebounded up to 400 on one, and then looks like it's back down to 312 um, for this one here. This is an old PSA label, though. It does, people actually do care about that. Um, but, yeah, either way, I mean, I I would have to say if the drawings of a million-dollar card someday, I don't see any scenario that that Kobe Gold also isn't a million-dollar card. If the Jordan is a million-dollar card. Dude, I'm such a fan of that card. It's not even funny. I think as the people my age start to get older and start to get more money, and anyone my age that has a chance to buy a million dollar card, and if they were sit, sat there and said, "You can pick the A6 Fleer Jordan PSA 10 or the only 50 printed gold refractor," which means so it is so important. Anyone my age, I mean, that is way more important to me than a Fleer 86 card. Is a gold refractor of one of the greatest basketball players ever with the other greatest basketball player ever, not named Jordan in a PSA 10 case from one of the most iconic Topps Chrome sets ever. Like, I would way rather have the Kobe Gold, but that's just me. That's the era I'm from. I grew up with Topps Chrome. I grew up with 2008 Topps Chrome. Um, that's where I'm coming from. Nate, you sound make, making it seem like I'm an idiot saying what I'm saying, but uh, <laughs> you fill me in on what you think. I get why the card is iconic. It's Kobe and LeBron. Yeah. But I just, I, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I guess people, you know, everything about cars, people spend money on what they value. So in that case, yeah, it makes sense that this is 312,000 because a number of people out there valued this specific card at 312,000 or one person at least. And somebody valued it up to that point until somebody topped them. Right. Um, But we're talking about Kobe here. And I know, I know helicopter crash, untimely death, whole nine yards. I get it. But it's like we're treating him like he's like a top three NBA player all time. Top three most important NBA player all time, which drives prices. Is he? Yeah. Is he? Yeah, he is. I guarantee that Kobe's the top three most important NBA player of all time based on how he influenced. Is he only top three because you think he's top three because you liked him when you are growing up? Because I watched a lot of NBA growing up, and I tell you without a doubt that Kobe was not in my top three. Okay, Without he, a doubt. he was in mine. I can see how you can say he wouldn't be in others, but he was in mine, and I would venture guess he's in a lot of other people's too. But also, I mean, that's all subjective, right? Yeah. So it's like it's like so my my viewpoint on this is that this is absurd. Kobe is to me not a top three guy, just like the mantle, 1952 rookie. I don't really get it. Mantle is not a top five guy in MLB history. Um probably shouldn't be that high priced i get that he's the guy for 1952 tops but like some of these prices are just absurd and and if you want to think kobe's a, a top three guy all time well then buy a nice refractor 1996 or something like that but a gold from 2008 just because it has lebron on the card also blows my mind that's fair uh, when I said top three, I'm just saying like top three most influential for people like myself. Um, 
I agree. There's no debate that he's not a top three player of all time. I mean, you can go and pick any number of the Wilts or the Kareems or any of those guys to plug in before Kobe, right? Like, I know that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, to me, like, if I'm buying cards and I'm just saying there's a lot of other people like me, they would go for that over. Uh, yeah, I, I get it. I get yeah. it. Which is why you can't really debate this because you, if you had $312,000 and that was the price and you didn't care about it, you would buy this card. Yeah. If I had $312,000, I would not spend anywhere close to that on this card. Yeah, you know? I mean, you would obviously go and buy yourself the best Mike Trout or the best Hank Aaron or whatever it might be for yourself, right? Right. But this definitely lands in like a top three card for me ever. So, yeah. exactly. All subjective. I think that's what the most important part of this is, is once you get into the money this high dollar, it really is all up to the people bidding on it. You know, it'll drive whichever way based off of two bidders going. Uh, really quick, y'all don't got to listen to me go nuts over John on the Taylor for too long. But uh, this Immaculate Logo Shield Auto PSA 9, one of one, sold for 7500 and buy it now yesterday. That's the all-time high JT card sale ever. $500 more than the NT Shield sold for in April. So I can't even imagine how much the NT April or the NT Logo Shield is worth now. I stared this card down for nearly a year on eBay. It's on my watch list for nearly a year. Um, the price was always ridiculous back in when I was looking at this, like 7,500 best offer the entire time. It was never low. It didn't ever get like jacked up to 7,500. It's literally at 7,500 for the last year. I'd offer like a thousand, 1,500, 2,000, just get nowhere with the seller. Um, I thought this, the seller was wrong for not taking anywhere between two grand for a running back card. That was pre, uh, Jonathan Taylor becoming the best running back in the NFL. Right now, so um, and also I don't want to hear any of that Derrick Henry stuff. Jonathan Taylor has more yards on less carries right now. I'm like 99% sure I would probably have to fact check that, but I'm like pretty positive he has more yards. And Derrick Henry is out. Exactly. Well, I mean, he's even just saying if he's healthy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, this is not a fluke. Look at this guy's stats in the, the entire year. Look at his rookie running back stats. Not a fluke. I watched this kid all of college. He's the best running back I've ever seen, and. I mean, I didn't watch Barry Sanders when I was younger. I'm not saying he's the best running back of all time. I'm just saying, myself, my eyes, uh, best I've ever seen. I didn't you know watch Barry Sanders when I was younger because that's probably – he retired by the time I was born, so that's why. If you know what's crazy? Yeah. A, Jonathan Taylor is only 22 years old, which blows my mind. Yeah, he's younger than me. Like, he, he was 21 last year in his rookie season. But he only – he already – he's played 11 games, and he only has 40 less rushes than last year. And he only has uh, 30, 47 less yards, but two more touchdowns and more receiving yards already. Pretty impressive. Sorry, I just had to meet my mic quick. Um, yeah, very impressive. All right, we are getting out of the low population sports card discussion soon. It'll be the second half of the show, but for the next few minutes, we're just going to cover the PWCC November auction sales quick. Uh, those ran down on Friday. The final round went on Friday. Tons of big stuff sold, but before looking at these sales, Nate, I just received right before this live stream started a package from October's monthly auction. Ooh. How sweet is this? That's huge. Dude, it's really big. Like, it's clearly bigger than my head. Uh, CGC 6.5 Iron Man number five. The cover is sick. Super cool cover. I can't wait to display this. It's got an ad on the back. For uh, probably like cigarettes or something. <laughs> I don't even really know what this is. Uh, it looks like no cards. And then also, I just want to show this quick. This one is cool. Oh, that's beautiful. 
2000 in the first auction. Yeah, so 2003 awesome. Topps Chrome Brett Favre Gold Refractor numbered out of 101. Very rare card. PSA eight. Pumped about this one. Pumped about that one. And then I got this in, which is going to be given away either via Instagram or YouTube or something. I won this for the starting bid of 10 bucks. We'll trap CGC 9.5 purple velocity at 125. He's an American, but he plays in the MLS. Just won it at the uh, starting bid. And then this one, super pumped about Mbappe Copper, rookie number 49, PSA 8 from Select. The centering is super good. Wait, you like a PSA 8 and Mbappe in the same sentence? I've never yeah, heard you say like, that before. It's my fourth one I've owned, a fourth PSA 8 Mbappe I've owned, and they're all been really rare. Uh, I regraded my blue with BGS and hit 9.5, so I'm going to do the same thing and see what happens. Cool. Um, all right, back on this. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to answer a question real quick. Nate, do you think Robert, Robert Tucker or Bichette can break out and reach Acuna, Tatis, and Soto levels? Seems like Serge sub outfield safest bets. Uh, yeah, I think Robert kind of broke out at the end of the season and nobody paid attention. Um, so if he can just keep that up, uh, it's going to be impossible for people not to pay attention to him next year. <laughs> Gabriel says, cool, type one to enter the raffle for that comic book, guys. <laughs> type number one. <laughs> uh, not Looks like Gabriel's the only one that did it, so he, I guess he wins it. I guess so, Nate. You're going to have to come ship it for him because I'm not shipping it to him. <laughs> uh, all right, really quick, a couple debates here. Let us know in the comments what you would rather have in your collection. Try to pick, pick price points that are close to each other. 9.5 Luca on-card rookie auto variation from contenders for 6,500. Or Zion Williamson Panini 1-1 one one downtown PSA 10 super short print for 6,250. Nate, this isn't even close for me. You let me know what you think here and which one you'd pick. But it's not even close for me. You got to go with the Luca. Oh, easy. Yeah. Easy. I mean, $250 more for a variation on card short print auto of top five already NBA player who is just a little bit older than Zion and isn't injured to start the year or any concerns about. I mean, there was concerns earlier about his weight, I guess, to getting drafted, but not really anymore, I'd say. Um, yeah, that seems way too easy. And then the next one is a little bit more interesting. A 2015, this is like the third year of Kaboom's Excalibur LeBron James SGC 10 Gem Mint which I have to say, I wish I could see that card in hand because Kaboom's an SGC holder against the black background will look so sick. Uh, that's over 4,200. And then Steph Curry, 2013 Innovation, first year Kaboom, 9.5, sold for 3,900. This one I think is harder. I think it was pre-split 50-50 on Instagram. Nate, I'm asking you what your thoughts are. I think I'd take either. I guess I'd take the Curry in pocket the 300. I think I'd go with the Curry too because of I mean, hard to beat the first year of Kabooms out there. Um, cheaper as well. And Steph Curry's just on fire right now. Oh, you better believe it. I have him on my fantasy basketball team. <laughs> and I paid 50 bucks and was told it was an overpay. Joke's on the guy that told me it was an overpay. So we have some comments. LeBron is on the decline. I would say Steph. That Curry for me, Steph. LeBron, Curry is awesome, but his prices are insanely high. I'd say for good reason. His prices are high, but for good reason. Best year hey, of all time dominating everything we should probably go back to your comment about luca being a top five player right now because top five player is also very very hotly debated uh subject in the uh in the world of debatable I think we, did, we did this like two weeks ago here when i was talking about uh who was i talking about i don't even remember james harden we're talking about james harden yeah that's what it was um but you know 
Curry, Durant, Giannis, and Jokic have to be top five, especially with what Jokic is doing this year on his path back to um, yeah. MVP. So I feel like there is one spot left for a number of guys. So who do you choose fifth? Who do I choose fifth? Yeah, do you choose Luca as your fifth as your fifth best player in all of NBA? Yeah, probably. No, like Anthony Davis. Or, oh, definitely not Anthony Davis. Definitely or, not Anthony Davis. Uh, I mean, you can Kawhi go if he was healthy. Or yeah, there's a number of guys you could pick. You like you said, Luca. So if Damian Lillard is as high as he is, like normally this year, he hasn't started the best, but he's been better recently. You could put Lillard in there if he's just on fire. I know people are probably going to say I'm stupid for that, but he really does carry the Blazers. Um, Kawhi, when healthy, like you said. AD, when healthy, but he's never healthy, and he's been terrible this year, and I just don't really like him that much. Lakers team has been terrible. I love – crack me up. Um, You know, we we enjoy basketball just as much as the next man, and uh, it just cracks me up. It it cracks me up when – or lady, or lady. Thank you. Uh, when you have all of the media that has to push an agenda, and the agenda is always LeBron. And so, uh, you know, it's the Lakers sign every old head in the entire NBA, and all of a sudden they are going to be surefire, you know, number one seed in the West and champs. And now you see what happens when one of LeBron or Anthony Davis is out. That team is atrocious. Yeah, I mean, who, they're bad. Who they're thought bad. that grabbing Carmelo Anthony and Rajon Rondo and guys like that was going to work out well? No, I don't get it. I, I from the start, I was not a fan of those moves or the media hyping them up as the favorite. Like, there's just no chance. I'm uh, moving on though. We got the next debate here. We got Mike Trout, Redding, PSA 10 auto number to have 67 versus the Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Bowman's best 2016. Keep in mind it's the same year as his first Bowman Chrome Orange Refractor Auto out of 50 BGS 9.5. I'm I'm at a loss for this one, Nate. I love the fact that that's a 2016 Vlad card, and that's really his only other on-card autograph from that year from Tops, aside from the first Bowman Chrome. It's numbered out 50. It's orange. But the Heritage Red Ink Auto, especially PSA 10 of Mike Trout, it's so hard to replace that. It is not a rookie. It's not even close to a rookie, but I don't know what to do. I mean, you got red on red on red label with the best baseball player of this generation. And depending on how he does with injuries going forward, you know, maybe he doesn't even finish top 10 of all time, but without injuries and without COVID, he's probably a top 10 player all time. Also, this was an absolute deal because probably like Leland said, Trout a nice by low right now, injured then like almost entire season. Uh, Probably not too many expectations for the angels next year. Again, to make noise. Well, they just signed Senegard and Aaron Lope. So well, that, Goes to show you how much I pay attention to free agency. But either way, $1,700 for this PSA 10. The last 9.5 sold for like $1,700. So congrats to whoever bought that card. And then on the right here, we've got uh, the Steph Curry Mosaic. Team USA, that is the gold snakeskin from the Kobe uh, Mamba packs. Numbered out of 8 PSA 10 for $2,500. Versus the Steph Curry rookie PSA 9 from Tops. That's over $2,300. This is the classic, uh, like non-rookie super rare card versus the rookie PSA 9. Not really like super high population, but definitely not like super rare. Um, I love shiny stuff. I love gold. I think I'd take the Curry Mosaic just because of that. And I like looking at it, but 
it it seems stupid to pass on a 2009 tops rookie of Curry, although that image is pretty freaking lame. It it is. It's just him in a warm up shirt. It's always yeah. been lame. <laughs> um, I I'm gonna agree with you here. I can't believe I'm saying this because I'm the biggest non-believer in random year. Uh, random parallels. Random parallels, even if it's gold out of fifty or whatever. But out of eight, this is, this is solo numbered eight. It's got Kobe's name attached to it, which while I, you know, you know how I feel about Kobe, it's still a, a an interesting thing. Whereas, yeah. how many tops PSA nines are there of of staff? Yeah, a you lot. Know? There's a lot. And so it's like, if this was out of 50, I'd probably go with the Steph rookie. This is out of eight. Yeah. I got you. I mean, I'm taking the, the, the gold mosaic there. This one is super weird. Uh, impact rookie BGS 9.5 for $800 versus an SGC 9 optic downtown of uh, Brady in the Patriots uniform. 725 for the optic, 800 for the Brady rookie. I mean, impact is super lame. The fact that we don't even have, uh, like, I mean, there's a, there's a Patriots logo on the card and it says Patriots, but like it's kind of like a weird blurred out Michigan, right? Like they they literally had to blur out all their logos or anything that identifies them as Michigan on that. I don't think they ever had just straight blue helmets, right? Or Let did me they? Tell you, if if it, it is a lame card, but man, could you imagine back in 2000 pulling that card out of like a 25 cent pack and somebody telling you, "Hey, you get this graded by Beckett, and this will be worth eight hundred dollars one day." Nobody would have <laughs> believed that. I looked at a million years. I look at that card and say that belongs in my shoebox. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it's so oh, crap. That is kind of funny. Um, and then we've got a comparison here of the 2008 Panini World Cup, the Mbappe stickers. This is the gold PSA 9 versus the gold PSA 10. And this is what's going to lead us into the second half of the live stream today. Uh, $92 for the PSA 9 versus $1,250 for the PSA 10, which is insane. Um, that is such a huge difference in PSA 9 versus PSA 10. What do you take? I think it was like 11 or 12 PSA 9s versus the one PSA 10. Uh, interesting debate that you all can answer in the comments. But let's move on to the actual meat of today's podcast, which is funny because we just talked about so much stuff. But um, we'll start off with this Mbappe. And this is ta- and really quick before moving on to this, that was the recap of the different sales we found interesting from the PWCC monthly auction in November. December's is coming up at the start of December again. It'll be another 10-day auction with uh the sports ending on the same days sunday's baseball ends on friday with the final round we'll be doing our live streams again and adding in the monday night uh basketball night into this this uh, month's live stream mix so very excited ha- uh, about that rumor has it aaron bought the rpa shield of john and taylor for 7500 this tr- is that true and where's the beauty at? i did not buy it no i won that card for like a thousand five hundred dollars last year and there's no way i was gonna pay 7500 for it although it seems like and not too bad of a deal when you start to think about how much soccer cards sell for, but uh, it uh, it's a sweet card nonetheless. The question is, if you had seventy five hundred dollars right now, nothing else to spend it on, but only seventy five hundred, would you buy it? Yeah, yeah, that, that'd be mine. So fast, I think the Immaculate's way better than the NT. That card's beautiful. I'd buy that thing so fast. I just couldn't uh, for obvious reasons of not having money. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, Onto the main debate. So we're going to do this for many different examples. I took a bunch of notes on my post-it here. This is the PSA 9 gold sticker and Bobby versus the PSA 10. There's 47 PSA 10s versus 174 PSA 9s, 375 total graded of this sticker. The, the PSA 9 is worth 7% of the PSA 10. 
And it's a 12.5% gem rate. 47 divided by 375 is a 12.5%. So I can't believe that PSA 9, first of all, sells for less than 10% of a PSA 10. That seems insane. However, when looking at it, that gem rate is tiny and the second lowest gem rate of what we're looking at today. So let us know. I guess that JR already did. Uh, he said he'd rather have 12 PSA 9s for that one PSA 10, flip half, and you're golden. Um, that's the idea a lot of times with getting flexibility by buying more cards versus less. But sometimes in today's live stream, I think I'll have to disagree with that. So we'll see. And we'll go through the rest of these examples because I think that some of them are pretty interesting. Um, I really don't know. I guess like I'm not saying like, I don't know what the points of this because I do. Um, it's really really looking at like, is it worth it to put such a premium on PSA 10 graded cards? Uh, for this instance, I'd say no. Uh I just can't see how it should be worth $1,000 more. That's just me. But we'll see more debates as we go. This one's interesting because this is the 2016 Panini Foot. This is the rookie sticker of Mbappe. This is the only two soccer ones in this debate. So if you're not a soccer fan, stick with us. We're not going to be doing stickers this whole time. Cards are coming very soon. The PSA 9 sells for 15.25% of the PSA 10. $1,525 versus $1,000. The gem rate on this is 17.4% as 188 our PSA 10s out of like 1,083. Um, so that has a higher gem rate marginally, but it's over double the percent that the PSA 9 sells for versus the PSA 10. Uh, I think that just goes to show myself right there that there's no way that I would spend so much on the previous slide when it's not even a rookie. This is not even a rookie. And you're telling me that the PSA 9 sells for 7%. That is ridiculous. Um, that is actually the lowest... PSA 9 versus PSA 10 comparison and price in today's show. But I think that's insane. Um, Nate, would you have to agree with me on that? Yeah. 100%. It seems very insane. Uh, nines are fine. Aaron did a video a couple years back talking about values between a 9 and a 10. After seeing that video, I've been a big fan of PSA 9s. Michael Brown is totally right. Nines are fine. And as we can tell, Aaron also likes 8s. As we have a PSA 8 Mbappe and PSA 8 Brett Favre. I would say sevens are fine and six are fine. If you're buying the card and you know the grade and you can get a steal on it and you still want the card, who cares if it's a six? Yeah, as long as you're not overpaying. Yeah, don't overpay for it, but yeah, you know, pay for the condition of the card. But like, there's no shame in buying a, a PSA six, PSA seven, PSA eight, PSA nine. Maybe if you're buying a PSA like three of a modern card, there'd be a little bit of shame there, but a little bit of shame. <laughs> I think it'd be the shameful one that graded it. Yeah. Um, this one is super interesting. I just posted this on Instagram. Please let us know your thoughts. And it says uh, there's already a ton of comments on Instagram. This is a 2018 Prism Hyper of Trey Young, PSA 10 versus PSA 9. The graphic I have on Instagram looks way better than this. I should have added it into this. But PSA 10 sold for $1,100 on November 14th. The average between the last two sales of PSA 9s on the 14th and the 17th was 191 That makes the Trey 17%, the PSA 9, 17% of the PSA 10. But the gem rate on this one is the lowest of the entire stream. 10% of these cards receive PSA 10s. Just 10%. But this one has a 17% PSA 9 value versus PSA 10 value. Um, over double the Mbappe sticker. This scenario, I will say, I'd rather have the PSA 10. Now, an interesting portion about this is that there are PSA 10s that are graded with print lines. The one I used on Instagram as an example has a print line on the PSA 10. It's very intriguing to me thinking about 29 PSA 10s 
But how many, if you cracked and regraded, would get PSA nines? Yeah. Because it makes me wonder, well, is it really worth spending $1,000 on that card if I cracked and sent back in and get PSA nine? Then I might think I'm stupid. Um, when I say I'd rather have the PSA 10, it's for the sole fact that there's only 29. Um, it's not really because I believe that when it says PSA 10, that might mean it is, especially if there's print lines. Um, are you from, are you kind of shocked that it's only a thousand one hundred bucks? Um, yeah, I mean I am because I don't think the PSA nine should be cheaper. I think I am shocked that it's a thousand one hundred dollars. When you look at silver PSA tens, they've got to be a thousand one hundred or more. And there's thousands of PSA tens. I think if anyone has been listening to Slab Stocks podcast for years and years and years, a very early episode I did it's two years ago, coming up in December was the must-buy Prism Parallel, and it was Prism Hypers. And they have gained a lot of ground on Prism Silvers. I still think it's out of whack. Um, you're telling me it's 29 PSA 10s, and it's not worth them one that's like there's 2,000 PSA 10s of? Um, seems dumb. I would agree. JR says the print line is a factor with these. Without print line, PSA 10 is much rarer. And yeah, I totally agree, which makes it difficult. I mean, what do you think, Nate? Do you think that it should have been PSA said, if there's a print line, it's an automatic 9? If no one knows what I'm talking about, should I pull it up and just share it quick? Yeah, you can you can you can show the print line. Uh, maybe they should have made like a exception. PSA ten PL or something, print line. Like MC and Miscut MK. Yeah. MK. That'd be super weird. OC. Okay, well, here we go. So everyone can see. This is what I'm ta- talking about when I say print line. Um through the middle of the card on the PSA nine, there's a print line. Also in the bottom third of the card, there's a print line and then horizontally and then the psa 10 it looks to be it there's like one kind of in like just towards the middle and the bottom half and then maybe even one vertically i can't tell right above his head head? yeah i think there is um it looks like to me yeah i mean it just looks odd because of the scan i think it almost looks like it's just like a thick line which is a print line i guess but yeah so i mean when you look at these two cards centering is a little bit more off in the left one i think which would be why i got psa 9 but um thousand dollars more i mean i i do think that should be worth more the psa 10 just as is i mean i'll just check out and see how much a silver psa 10 is worth just to make my mind confused the last silver psa 10 trey young pop like 2000 something sold for 11.45 that just goes to show you that do pop reports really matter that much maybe against each other like a hyper against a hyper but shouldn't you? Wouldn't you want to compare pop reports of this compared to silver? And if you don't, do they matter? Like um, somebody, you somebody, if they're really into Trey Young, they should want the rarer card, should they not? Which would be this hyper. Let just in general, the hyper is more rare than the silver, and then the PSA ten is significantly more rare than the silver PSA ten. But you can get it for the same price. Do pop reports matter? Yeah, they do. I think they matter a ton. I think it is the reason why base cards have crumbled over the last nine months because so many more cards have gotten graded and the pop report's so big on base PSA 10s. Does it matter when your card isn't as crazy out of whack? You know, like we're not talking about like 10,000 something PSA 10s. We're talking about like 2,000 PSA 10s for silver. It matters less. That's that's still, that's still probably 2,000 more than this. No, I agree. I agree. Um, I do think they matter a lot. And... I think it's all situational too. I don't think that you can just like say, you know, like that's 
kind of oh, saying, I, I get that it's a, a very broad generalization that I'm saying. Um, yeah, I just, I just, I just, uh, if people were super concerned with with pop reports, I feel like they do their digging, realize that something like this is super rare, and then want to sink more money into that. But since they haven't, and it's been around for a while, is it maybe it's laziness on the part of collectors? I don't know. But if you were really into Trey Young and really wanted to make money, I feel like this would be this would be the card you'd want to get. And this is fair. What Alexander said, "Prices driven by demand." Look at that comment on your Instagram post. People want silvers over hypers. I'd say ten to twenty more times more people want silvers over hypers. So offsets pop report. And but that's why. They, I think but do they only want it because they don't know any better, or do they want it because it's? Yeah, because they actually like it more. Because yeah. they actually think it's a better buy. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, people want to buy what they're told to buy, says Jordan. There's another thing, like Nate said. And maybe people sh- were buying hypers because I said I like hypers. But uh, either way, I mean, I would rather have the hyper PSA 10. That's subjective, obviously, though, because and that's, I think that's the biggest thing. That if you take anything away from today's episode, there is no correct answer. True. There's no correct answer. True. I mean, you True. and I debated MJ versus Kobe on that gold versus Fleer base. Just as all the other people on Instagram were, they're telling me I'm dumb. You know, like, it's interesting to think about how subjective cards are and how subjective prices are, which means that you're always at will of the next debate that happens, in, yeah. in essence. Yeah. Like, Nate, like, in, in reality, there could be some debate that clearly shows that people shouldn't care about 2017 select cards, should only care about 2018 prism cards, and this card is now worthless. But I think it's amazing. I think this is one of his best rookie cards. And this could be anyone sitting at home holding on to a card that hits our page or hits someone else's page. And then that's so crazy to think about. Actually, I never even thought about it like that because I'm, you know, we create so much. Yeah. It's interesting. It's just, it's just, there's so much. I mean, I like the card market. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy I enjoy cards. I enjoy the card market. I enjoy what we do. Yeah, obviously. But 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 a lot of times I just sit there and I just I I just can't understand. Uh, some of it I can understand. People just join to make a quick buck and they couldn't care less. They're just going to listen to you. They do the same thing with, you know, five most popular stock picks for November and then they go and buy those, right? As opposed right. to doing their own research. Um and so I, I get I get that there's going to be people in this hobby that uh, that just want to make a quick buck, and that's how you get silvers up to that insane price. But I, I just can't believe that there isn't more people that are like, hey, this is at this price. This is rare. We should really be jumping on this bandwagon. Not to mention, hypers only come off hobby boxes, which are like six grand, and silvers can come out of cello packs, prison blasters, retail boxes. I mean, that's case close for me right there. Uh, I just want to keep this in here because I want to make fun of Nate. Um, Nate, how is there a PSA pop report of 2,540 when there's only 2,018 Juan Soto golds? Dude, I pulled I I pulled the gold from 2018 update. There's there's no chance. I'm telling you, I pulled the I will I will I will show you right now. One second. Well, I might turn this from a make fun of Nate session to a how is this even possible? Because that would mean there would have to be, dude, do you know how many would have to be regraded versus all the ones that are raw, all the ones that are with BGS? I don't know. I'm looking right now and there's uh wait, maybe I grabbed the base on accident. Yeah. That's I, potential. I'm looking right now and 
there is a 473 graded. Oh, yeah, I grabbed the base. Well, it was because I was thinking about the base and how there's only 15. You know how you get to like the Acunas and there's like a trillion? Wait, Nate, there's 10,000 Sotos. Then what was I looking at? I have no idea what you're looking at. Somebody tell me what I was looking at. <laughs> this is, yeah, there's 19,000 Soto PSA 10s. I don't know what I was looking at. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Nate put a pop report in here of 2,540 for the gold of 2018 F1 Soto. <laughs> I kept it in here because I was so confused. But uh, I will say the PSA 9. What? I said we move on. <laughs> well, the PSA 9 gold Soto is worth 35% of the PSA 10. If you look at the pop report, it is 194 PSA 10s versus 485 total graded. Nate, which one are you buying here? You want to repeat those numbers again? I was reading the comment section. Yes, yeah, so you got 35% uh, that the PSA 9 is worth 35% of the PSA 10. And you've got 194 PS- PSA 10s versus 485 total graded. You'd have to pay like almost three times as much for the or a little bit less than three times as much for the PSA 10. Three PSA 9s or one PSA 10? Probably three PSA 9s. I get that the PSA 10 is rare, but it's one Soto. I'd rather have the quantity. And 35% of the value isn't that crazy, too. It's not like that. It's like you know 50% of the value, something like yeah. that. I would have to agree. We'll move on, though, because that was not Nate's finest hour. Um <laughs> We're on the Brady Bowman Chrome 2000 PSA 9 versus PSA 10. There's $6,700 for the last PSA 9 sale versus $21,000 for the last PSA 10. There's, that is 32% of the value for PSA 9 versus the PSA 10. And the gem rate on this is 29%, 1,097 PSA 10s versus over 3,700. So basically in line with the Soto, right? Very much so in line with the Soto. This is Which very is why, with Soto. Which is why I put this in here, just to show you that sometimes you can kind of predict this. Oh, you know, it's a third of the population. It's three times the price or whatever, which yeah. is what those last two have been. And that's that's really what these first three were for me. I didn't know where you're going to put yours. But sometimes you can kind of predict these things. And then sometimes you get to ones that are just like, does the pop report even matter? So go to the next one. So what's really interesting is like, it's situational based, but you can kind of use a small rule of thumb on cards that are similar to this and see if they're out of whack. And maybe you buy more PSA nines or you buy more PSA tens. Oh. I'll go back to that. You do this one first. Cause you want to, um, and you get the, you, you have this where there's more PSA tens now than PSA nines. Uh, and more than half the population of total population is PSA tens. And yet it's still a third of the price if not a little bit more. So how does that make any sense? Well, Jordan asked at this point, can we try, can we trust your reading ability? So I'm wondering the same thing. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, but, but yeah, as for your gram, just to add into what you just said in the question you asked, 56% of these got PSA tens and the price for the PSA nine is 27.5% of the PSA 10. So it yeah. seems like that as easy of a grade as this is. Do you buy like, you know, the four PSA nines? Probably. Yeah. I just, I just, I just don't get, there's so many times where I just don't get it. Like, yeah. If, if those other two are the example, you know, then this should be significantly cheaper, a PSA 10. Right. Correct. 
Right. I agree. Uh, and just to interrupt this uh, PSA 10, PSA 9 discussion, we made our debut on Whatnot about a week and some change ago now. Uh, no, not even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A week and some change ago. And uh, this is our break schedule for this week. This is very, just very hard ad, not ad even. I just say like, I just want to fill you all in on what's going on breaks. I just wasn't ready for because we're talking about these PSA 10s and PSA 9s. But tomorrow I am live on YouTube at normal time, 3 p.m. Eastern time to do some soccer breaks. We're doing Sapphire Soccer at 3 p.m. Eastern time on YouTube. But on Wednesday, Nate is going live on Whatnot. If you haven't downloaded the Whatnot app, please do so and please follow us on Whatnot. It's super fun. Uh, we do auctions on different types of packs, Prism, uh, some Select in the near future. Um, I do a bunch of soccer on there. Nate will have maybe some obsidian, some revolution, whatever else we have. Maybe some uh, baseball. Yeah, yeah, some baseball. Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern time. Super fun. I had a great time on Saturday night doing it. I went live for four hours, ripped 140 some packs. This is ridiculous. Uh, Thursday is Thanksgiving, so we will not be live at all on Thursday. But on Black Friday, we will have some sales through our own platform on Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern time, tentatively right now. Um, 11 a.m. Eastern time, I'll be on YouTube doing some soccer sales. We'll be having some percents off, maybe some giveaways. So join uh, join us on Friday on our YouTube page like we are right now. And then on Friday, Nate will be on Whatnot again to do a select team all basketball case break with a pick your team style with all the auctions for the team starting at $1. And TBD right now, but potentially around 1 p.m. Eastern time, I'll update through Instagram um, what time that will be. So 1 p.m. Eastern time as of right now and whatnot. Nate will be running $1 auctions for a full case break of select team all basketball. I'm quite excited for that. And then also on Friday, um, we have Cyber Monday. Sorry, not on Friday. On Monday, Nate's going to go on Cyber Monday on whatnot at 3 p.m. Eastern time again. So Wednesday, Friday, and Monday, Nate will be on whatnot around 3 p.m. Eastern time or for the case break at 1 p.m. Eastern time, TBD though. Um, and then I'll be live on Thursday. Tomorrow and then Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern time on YouTube and come to our sale on Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern time. There'll be some percents off. Like I said, maybe a giveaway or two. Uh, heard what not is killing razzes and breaks unless it's a full box. Is that true? Um, yeah, razzes they are because it's technically illegal. It's gambling. You can't really run razzes uh, at all. And yeah, something about considering a gambling. It is. It, there have been plenty of online breaking websites and apps have been shut down over the last 10 years for gambling um a lot a lot of different um a lot of different places have been shut down for it so they're not going to allow razzes which makes total sense it's not legal to run something where people don't receive anything for paying for a spot um and then as for breaks now breaks are fine i mean you just need to receive something for it you know we'll sell a pack we'll start the pack at ten dollars you pay fifteen dollars whatever it is for the pack and you get that pack that's totally fair game all right, back to our PSA 10, PSA 9 conversation to end the live stream. Just a couple more examples. Um, this one, Nate, this one is even worse than, than the Demonte Graham. Way worse because Wander Franco PSA 10 Sapphire from 2020 is a 72% gem rate. 72%. The PSA 9, the PSA 9 sells for 20% of the PSA 10. Comparing that to something on this list, very close to the Trey Young hyper comparison. Very close. This makes no sense to me. Now, here's my question. This makes Do no you sense. think it's just because it's a weird card? It's not a first, and it's also not like a regular Bowman Chrome. It's just a Bowman Chrome Sapphire 2020 of Wander Franco. 
Do you think not that many people are looking for it? So when they find a PSA 10 and it's Juan Franco, they have to have it. But otherwise, it's eh, PSA 9 of a non-first. I have no idea. I literally have no idea. I don't I don't get it. I mean, technically, I bought one of these for PWCC's October auction, and we're selling one in PWCC's December auction. But So don't bid on it if you want it uh, by this at that price. <laughs> um, but I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it at all. I just slammed my own card, but I'm okay with that because I believe that this is way too high for that. Or maybe the PSN 9 should be worth a lot more. One of the two. Yeah. I, I, again, there's a lot of these that have really no explanation and we could sit here all day and still not be able to explain it at the end of the day. But uh, I do think maybe there is something to be said about um, getting PSA 10s of random cards that people probably wouldn't think about, but are big names. I mean, it could be fair. You're better off buying their card raw and just having it graded once PSA lowers their prices. That is potential too. All right, we got a Luca second year 2019 optic orange of 199 PSA 9 versus PSA 10. Nate, this was you. Yeah, I was just, you know, another thing where it's pretty much similar. 36 to 34. Uh, we're looking at just under a shade. Half of the population is uh, is PSA 10 there. And yet, it's, uh, I don't have the numbers in front of me, and I'm not great at uh, percentages anyways. 49% gem rate, 33% of the value PSA 9 versus PSA 10. There you go. A third. A third. Despite getting, we'll round it up to 50%. 50% gem rate. How does that make any sense? I'd take three orange, I'd take three nines. Three nines for sure. Yeah. No question about it. Lastly, we've got the two-up Prism Silver PSA 9 versus PSA 10. This one is quite ridiculous. The PSA 9, okay, I took out like $10 for the PSA 8 base rookie that sold with that. And so I said like 70 bucks for silver PSA 9 or something. Uh, sold for 14% of the PSA 10. The gem rate's 25%. Um, you line that up against the, you know, Trey Young. And the Trey Young's got a 10% gem rate versus 25 percent so over you know two and a half times for the tua why in the world i mean does it make sense to you i guess 25 percent gem rate to have something worth 515 versus like 70 dollars i mean you're getting like seven of them dude yeah eight no eight of them wait no even more than nine i can't even do math right now a lot? You're getting a lot of silver PSA nines versus the PSA ten. Yeah, I would I would I would take I would take the nines all day yeah, long. Yeah, take the nines and all bet, day long. And bet on to uh they are they're on a mini three game win streak here. Yeah, he had a decent game, didn't he? Bet on them and uh see what happens with your with your however many that is. Charles says you buy three, four, or five of the nines instead of the PSA 10, but nines don't move very quick. You end up having to discount them to move them. I get it for collecting them as an investment. Not a good idea. Well, to me, I would just like auction them and make sure that they sell, I guess. I mean, I think there's plenty of buyers for PSA nines. Maybe it just depends on the cards you buy too. I'm not saying you're wrong. Cause I do think you're right. PSA 10 just move faster than nines, but also think about it. You can sell three nines, capture a bunch of profit, hold two of them, hold six of them, however many it takes. And uh, then make more money later, or you sell them all. 
I, you just don't, you know, it's not one way or another. Yeah, this isn't exactly like a, you buy nine right away and you sell nine or you buy five and sell nine. It's you buy five and then you can hold two of them and sell three of them. You buy one PSA 10, the price goes up. Sure, you might make more money, but you also can't hold for the future. Yeah. I agree. Um, Midwest Ripper says, I have a Luka Doncic certified purple rookie PSA, PSA 9 number to 49. Any help on the value PSA or pop 10? I I couldn't really begin to tell you. I would start by looking up any other Luka certified uh, rookies that are numbered, looking at PSA graded comps and trying to take a value from there based on uh, based on like the the color versus, you know, number 49 versus of. Uh, 150 of uh, 299 that's the only really way i would be able to do it i don't think i'd be able to just like take a shot at that and tell you how much it's worth for sure and if you do want to i would just auction it to see how much it'd sell for that's probably the best way to actually figure out real value um and I if did... you've learned anything today it's that nobody really knows what anything's worth because nothing makes sense and you can make <laughs> loads of money off of random things totally agree totally or agree. not also... loads of money off of prism hypers <laughs> I just confirmed also Nate's whatnot stream on Black Friday is at 1 p.m. Eastern time, 12 p.m. Central time, a full case of select team all basketball starting at $1 auctions for all the different teams. Should be a fun time. And that's actually the end of today's uh, episode. I do have one break left for tomorrow and Tuesday it is a 2019 Top Storm Sapphire team break. There's 13 spots left. This rollover from last week. If you're a soccer fan, if you love Sapphire, want a shot at a Holland rookie, Fati rookie, or any Mbappe, Messi, Ronaldo cards. Uh, go grab a team for tomorrow's break. It is the last box of Sapphire we have in stock. We'll not be restocking it for a while, probably. Um, so please join in on that. Slabsocks.com slash shop for tomorrow's live stream at 3 p.m. Eastern time. Nate, anything else for today's episode? If anything, I'm more confused. I will say, dude, this is kind of a confusing episode. Like, normally I come out of these things very, like, clear mind. This is what we talked about. This was the answers and all that stuff. Coming out of this kind of like, I don't really know what to think. I just, I just, I, I get, I get the appeal of PSA 10s. I really do. And I get the appeal of, you know, gold. Speaking of that Kobe. Um, But man, there's just so much stuff in this hobby that even though I get it, I just do not agree with it. Yeah. And that's, 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 I guess, my main takeaway from today's uh, little venture. Yeah, I agree. And Charles is holding ultra modern cards for the features of losing proposition. Rising pop counts are going to kill value no matter how well a guy plays. I'd more narrow this to like high supply ultra modern cards. Um, I definitely think modern cards have a place, especially rare stuff. Um, and it does matter how much of a guy plays. But also, you're right. You know, if the card goes from pop 1,000 to pop 3,000 by the end of the year, that card's not going to be worth as much no matter how well they play. It's just the 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 gist of it all i guess but uh that's all we got for today monday's live stream like nate said confusing coming out of it but i think there's a lot to at least think about and ponder on how you buy cards and what you buy um with this stream and i mean i enjoyed the time even though like i, I just i am very confused so thanks nate for pointing out how confusing this is now <laughs> there you go i'm glad you know that's what i'm here for to point out the negative side of things <laughs> That's unfortunate because I'm always super optimistic and positive. So I'm leaving today not optimistic and positive and it hurts me. <laughs> Just kidding. I am very optimistic about the sports car industry. Also very optimistic about my sweet Iron Man comic book that I'm holding in a sweet CGC case. Uh, thank you everyone for joining. I will say have an awesome Thanksgiving. Uh, we hope you all enjoy and have a great day watching football. Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern time. 
That's tomorrow. Soccer breaks. Wednesday, 3 p.m. Eastern time. Whatnot breaks with Nate. Thursday, nothing for Thanksgiving. Friday, Black Friday, starting 11 a.m. Eastern time on our YouTube channel here. And then Nate will be at 1 p.m. Eastern time on Whatnot. And then Cyber Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern time with Nate. So we do uh, appreciate y'all for coming. Uh, we did get to rip a Henry Ruggs in half and Nate cut it in half. And there are the, the shreds, the remnants of that. Um, but that's how we will end today's live stream, uh, showing off a slice. About, about to go, hey, about to go, uh, about to go eight straight win, wins in a row with our boy, uh, Bukayo Saka. So, eight I more wins. Started back up again, right? Just started yep. to win streak up again. Let's go. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for joining, and we will talk to you all next Monday. See you guys.